미 합중국 대통령은 이에 예를 표시하면서 I am good. Um, I'm not feeling too well now tonight uh, or today after spending the last few days with, um, you know, I don't know if you heard, Gary and uh, Big Meeks had COVID. I think I might be the same after hanging out with them during the week. We were just chatting there. It's going around. Everybody's getting sick now with the cold weather coming in. COVID's around. You know, Ashling's mum has it. Guys in work is out too. Alana's been out for like the last week and a half with it too. So there's obviously a heavy dose going around. Yes, as I'm sure um, our guest listener, Liam Whitney, would be delighted to hear um, after spending the night at this house the other day. <laughs> we almost had him, guys. We almost had Liam as a a guest, I suppose an additional guest uh, on the show, but uh, his content was a bit too... Um, yes, I, I had built the actual... It couldn't uh, be published. I had like built that. the actual uh, segment into our podcast, Liam's just Liam Whitney's Just a Minute Quiz. Um, yeah. quick fire rapid questions based on um, his thoughts about the world and fantasy football but uh, it uh, quickly turned quite racist yeah <laughs> here well here fair play Brian it's pretty good to have you doing it seeing as you're pretty sick and um, I actually woke Brian up from a, a kind of like sick slumber there he was in because <laughs> we said we do at lunchtime so fair play Brian appreciate you doing it and I think everybody will appreciate you putting it together as well like the first pod here it was on the charts number seven we uh we've made our, our footprint known within the fancy football world and um i think here onwards and upwards from here what do you think i agree and uh, i think we'll quickly open our patreon section as well for uh <laughs> bonus content for anyone thinking 21 quid a month that should do it excellent excellent what have we got in store today? We have our usual segments on the mart. We have um, a lot of trades have happened. Sorry, two trades, but two <laughs> big trades have happened uh, since we were last chatting. We'll go through the top performers. We'll go through kind of the key movements within the league over the last month. God, it's been a month since we were we were on last. That was quick. Uh, lots happened. Um, but yeah, we'll um, we'll cover off all the all the trade related stuff. And um, before we have our second guest on the pod, the North Korean Maltese um, phenomenon will be on the show today. And it is an important week for him because he just got married. So, uh, Paul, congratulations. We'll, we'll fill you all in later on. But he got married in Portugal a few weeks ago. So it's pretty nice to uh, have that as well as is, uh, just after getting married, we have him on the pod. Yeah, it was kind of him to let the group know as well that it was happening. <laughs> <laughs> definitely kept on it was one of those maybe you know the way like you you can like uh, when you're looking for a photographer for the wedding like there's like different options and it's like church wedding or whatever like and then you and then one of them is like elopement like caters for elopement as well so uh paul seems to have eloped uh Portugal <laughs> and um which i yeah, know here we'll have paulie on and then we'll we'll do our usual roundup at the end where we'll talk about anything that's upcoming over the next month you know the cup has kicked off and i know that um, um, we also have some maybe golf coming up. We'll also look to organise our winter social, which looks like it could be two nights based on feedback. So here, we've got an action-packed show. And uh, here, Brian, should we get straight into the mart? Okay, first trade. We had a p- pretty big trade happen between Peter Fitzgerald, his first trade of the league. And uh, as Oshin said, cherry popped. Oshin, one of his ludicrous offers, finally made it through. 
And this this has been a pretty big trade in that Paul or Peter gave up Martinelli and Jackson, uh, Donkey Jackson, no, no goals Jackson for Embuemo and Isaac. So here, let's kick off with that trade. It was pretty big. What were your thoughts, Brian? I think Isaac is too good to be traded away for someone like okay. Jackson. Just doesn't yeah. make any sense. Has Jackson scored yet? Yeah. Did he score in the cup he, of the week? He, he has scored. He scored during the week. He scored one goal. I think. I think he also has accumulated five yellow cards for six games. <laughs> oh, he's been banned. Giving, That's right. Giving, yeah, for giving go to the ref. So, Oshin spent the last week trying to flog him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did hear about a, a trade offer to Vladzinski that somehow made it into the, the Mart mailbox, uh, which was not accepted. Uh, but Oshin was looking to flog Nicholas Jackson again. So here, I think you're right about Isaac. He is also a very valuable player, but he's prone to injury. And I don't know. I don't know if that, uh, if on the face of it, I probably would have said that Oshin was was on the up there. Like we can grade the trades later. But there's an important piece of information here. Just before that trade happened, I was in Nego with with, with, with Fitz and I was we were about to agree a trade and it was it would have been a bigger trade than this it was like Bruno Fernandes involved uh, I think Son might have been involved as well and it was pretty much agreed and I said here okay just let me have a think about it and I actually fell asleep <laughs> and it, it was at like 9 o'clock I remember one of the, the rugby matches was on it was about 9 o'clock fell asleep and woke up the next day and he was like sorry had to go for the other one. <laughs> you were too slow. So it actually ended up being uh, here. There was a lot of players circling around this Nicholas Jackson. Fitz wanted him big time at the start, and now he suddenly is, he's 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 very close to waiver fodder. I think Jackson, Martinelli, Oshin's unlucky there. I think Martinelli was the key to that trade. Martinelli was was going to be good. I I think it would definitely be Oshin's trade, but Martinelli got injured straight away. And uh, I think the only player who's playing this weekend out of those four players is Embuemo. Uh, <laughs> so maybe Fitz did come out on top. So wait, why did you, what, later. What, what exactly makes you think this was a big trade then? It sounds like a disaster. Uh, it is a bit of a car crash, but it involved, <laughs> high, it involved high draft picks. That's why I think it was a big trade. So Martinelli, I think, was maybe his second second pick. Jackson, I think, was probably within his top three or four. And then Isaac, I think, was actually in second or third too. So um, that's why I would have said this was a, a kind of a high impact trade. And it's ended up being pretty irrelevant. <laughs> but that's because uh, we're only one week in, but it, it does look like um, kind of injuries have hit and Jackson is is realizing his uselessness. <laughs> and um, I think, uh, here, let's grade them later. But it, it had the potential to be a big trade and it's ended up being irrelevant that sounds pretty bog standard for this group all right <laughs> second trade we had okay this there's a story behind this right okay so this was vlad's letting go of matoma trent alexander arnold and pam if anybody's watched home and away there was a character in it called uh <laughs> what, was his, what was his first name anyway his second name was Palmer, but they referred to him as pam so Going the other way was Matip, Diaz, and Kudos, who I think Irla has subsequently dropped. So Matip and Diaz for Mitoma, Trent, Alexander-Arnold, and Palmer. It should be noted that Trent Alexander-Arnold is also injured at the minute. So 
that 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 has to be taken into account. And uh, yeah, so Brian, what do you think? I wouldn't. Um, I wouldn't be the type to get rid of Diaz. But then when Trent okay. goes the other way, this one, this one is pretty close. I don't think uh, Matoma is Brighton, isn't he? Yes. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. Sometimes when Brighton players get traded on, I think uh, they don't get the credit they deserve. I think Fitz re- uh, referred to it as a ludicrous trade, as in how was Vlad's, how was Vlad's putting that up? So here, I'll give you the background. I was, it was coming towards the waiver deadline, which was an extended <laughs> waiver deadline last week. And I texted Osh and I said, here, any, any chance for a last minute trade? Okay. And if we even go reverse to the night before, I got a, an, an offer from Vlad's which was a decent offer, um, which I rejected. I think he wanted uh, he wanted to include Jesus in a similar trade to what you saw there, and he was going to give me Hoyland the other way. I rejected, and I said, he's, any chance we can... Sorry, fall. he's flogging Hoyland already? He's looking to get rid of Hoyland too, so Oof. beware on that one. <laughs> so I was, I was like, okay, Grant, here, that's a fair offer, but I'd probably any chance we could swap Nunes for Jesus, which and thankfully... I didn't do because I think Nunez is skyrocketing now. But Glads goes now, uh, only one Jesus. I said, fine. Uh, and then he sends me a brand new offer, which includes Trent Alexander-Arnold, Matoma, uh, basically for Diaz. Uh, and I was like, I was about to actually consider an offer for Mush, and then I was like, wait, no, this is too good. Matoma, he can he can really pack light. Trent Alexander Arnold when he gets going, he's one of the top players to have. So I went for it. So uh, lads, completely, I I made no absolutely no negotiation for it. And then I said, yeah, okay, let's do it. And lads goes, shit, what did I offer you? <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, Beck, you're after screwing me again. <laughs> I had absolutely no input into it. All. He was just after putting together a couple of trades, offered me. I accepted one of them, and suddenly I get the, I get the name. Anyway, but I do know there's a winner in that trade. Great moment. Go ahead, Brian. There's a there is a winner in that trade, but I am definitely the the amount of Liverpool players in it is just skewing my mind a little bit. Uh, I'm yeah. not seeing clearly, but when you do put any bit of thought into it, yeah, there is only one winner in that one. But um, but that that's the last trade. That's not, yeah. That that is the second and last trade. There was a couple of close ones. Actually, fits during the week. Maybe a nice offer. It was about to be a potential Nunez, Isaac, um, a couple of other players maybe involved on the side. But it was here that was about to go ahead. But then um, our asleep. old buddy Isaac. No, it didn't fall through. Like, <laughs> our old buddy Isaac. Uh, he got injured. Uh, he scored against City midweek and then got injured. So that put the kibosh on it and trade us off. Uh, it was close, though. It was close. Fitz and myself, I think, definitely will hook up at some stage. But um, beautiful. It's a uh, th- that that was the final trade because of that. Okay, so should we grade the trades, Brian? Okay, first trade between Ocean Fitz. <sighs> this is difficult to grade. Here, go ahead because they're all injured, but. What do you think, Brian? I would say anyone trading away Isaac this early, I think they're making a mistake. I just can't see how they're uh, how they're winning that one. Uh, O'Sheen took a punt on Nicholas Jackson here, without a doubt, because yeah. I think Martinelli is definitely valuable. And O'Sheen said, "You know what? Nicholas Jackson's going to turn good. 
He's playing up front for Chelsea. His his XG is good, and he's going to end up being a good uh, asset in the future. And he really just can't shoot. I saw one of, the, uh, <laughs> I saw, I saw one of his shots last week where he was like in on goal, and he managed to like hit it. They they like widened the goal by like over two hundred fifty percent, and he was still missing the goal. <laughs> like, so like, yeah, I think I think the only problem with Isaac though, Brian, is Newcastle have Champions League, and Callum Wilson seems to be seems to be kind of fighting, and uh, they're alternating. So like minutes is an issue. This is a difficult one. I I I would have said Oshin had the upper hand until Martinelli got injured, but. I actually think Fitz has the upper hand because I think Isaac, his injury during the week isn't probably that serious. Callum Wilson always gets injured. So that, that'll mean Isaac will get a run and then Buemo's on penalties. So uh, I think I think Fitz has, uh, has, has won that trade. I think so. I agree with that. I agree with everything you said there. Okay. And second trade, myself and Vlad's here. <laughs> I don't know what Vlad's doing this year. I think it's it's like... He's got he's got some kind of syndrome with Pack on. He just doesn't know he's got he's directionless now at the minute. He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't know what he's doing. He's making these crazy trades. Seems to be he seems to be up to his eyeballs. Uh, some some kind of balls anyway with his extracurricular activities. <laughs> he's uh he's he, he's not paying enough attention here. I think I definitely in the longer run will come out well on top on that trade. Oh yeah, Van Dyke is back and so is um Kanate. They're both back for the yeah. real this week, I think. So Matip is now yeah. doesn't play. Uh, yeah. I still don't know anything about kudos, but obviously Verla apparently has given, gone. Up, given him up already. This is a clear hands down win for um, you, Harry. Um, but yeah, I have no idea why you would even have suggested that trade. I uh, I really <laughs> like. I think it's one of those things. Maybe he was paying half attention, and he was like, I don't know what he was doing on the other side. You never know if that's what he's actually doing when you're talking to him on the phone. Like, but <laughs> I would say that you know it's a really bad one, and uh, he's gonna he 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 could he could lose the league. He could finish bottom because of that trade. It's that bad. Um, like I think, I think possibly are the, is that his first and third pick, Matoma, maybe fourth. Trent was his first pick, I think. Yeah, Lads is in trouble. There's no doubt about it. Uh, there's also talk of of uh, the the golf forfeit that Lads will be uh, purchasing around for me. Uh, Fitz wants that moved from Carton House to Druids Glen. So. Uh, I'm all for that, lads. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, I think here, hands down, the vote agreed. Yep. Lads fucked up there. Yes. Waiver Wallies. Okay, so Waiver Wallies. Um, to be honest, I haven't seen too many Waiver Wallies this month, uh, but I will say Martinelli has been a big Waiver Wally from us, even though that was a trade. Actually, you know what? I did I did note bringing in Trossard last week. That was a Waiver Wally for me. Like, uh I had I really him. shouldn't have. I had him yeah. from the start. And well, he's injured he did, now. Yeah, he did nothing. Then I dropped him, yeah. and he scored like three times or whatever. And then, uh, yeah, you know, he's injured. There is one additional. I'm after after saying there's no waiver wallies. There's actually a few. There is one additional one. I had this guy called Malo Gusto, who I never heard of, but he's been playing for Chelsea, and um, I dropped him, and then Reese James, his uh, his injury was extended, and suddenly. I wanted him again, so I went for him on the waiver, and he got in ahead of me, 
and Gusto goes and gets sent off. Yes, suspended until the 21st of October. <laughs> <laughs> Which means that that was a bit of a waiver wally by Andy there. Um, but yeah, I think they are kind of maybe some of the key movements over the last while. Nothing major other than that. And um, it does look as if Andy, oh, he was able to replace him with Emerson in the yeah, waiver this week. Yeah. Like the waiver this week, not going to lie, I forgot it was on and uh, didn't do any waivers myself. But speaking of that Mallow Gusto, okay, Chelsea are in trouble here. And I think this, and I don't know who has Chilwell, but Chilwell's out long term. I, I just see it on my, my screen here that uh, Pochettino's come out and said Chilwell's, Chilwell's gone. And um, that that could be important. Like, And uh, I think with Chilwell gone, Reese James gone, Who's also out for a while? I think he's going to be disciplined. I think uh, it's it's not good news for for whoever has Chilwell and for Ben who has Reese James. <laughs> I think pretty much every player who's like out for a long time or gets in trouble, he ends up being on Ben's team. Um, I, <laughs> I, I did notice that on the waiver this week, Paul and Ben both went for Tarkowski, an Everton defender. That's a an odd odd move, just because he scored a goal yeah. last week. And I'm not going to lie, I, like I gave myself an idea as just as we were chatting, I was like, you know what? Suddenly Gusto's out. Suddenly Chilwell's out long term. Suddenly uh, Reese James is out long term. That guy Chucharella could be pretty handy. And I went to check and it looks like somebody actually got rid of him this week. <laughs> yes, so, I saw that here. He was dropped out by, well, you're I'm gonna guess you're that. desperate to get rid of him. He did for ba- Bayer? Buyer, oh, so Burn- got rid of Chucharella. Yeah, oh for a burn for a Burnley defender who are well, playing, that's a waiver yeah, who are playing Newcastle away this weekend. Uh no, okay. Yeah, Vlad's just really Vlad's really just isn't isn't on it. But here, that's our waiver wallies section. Waiver wallies. On to under the radar, who's been doing well. I had a who who have been the UTORs. I think I think Paul's been the biggest UTOR. <laughs> He's the biggest UTOR of them all. Um he has Haaland, so nobody's been paying attention to him, but suddenly he's top of the league and has some nice players to complement Haaland. I think he's always Sterling as well. He's always on the radar as well, isn't he? Because he, he'll, he'll obviously clearly fade. In the <laughs> <half>. <laughs> he tugs it. Was it last year he tugs it? Uh, I think Paul definitely is potentially going to win it, but with Haaland, like, it's hard not to win it. Um, so other UTRs I've got... Son here, maybe he isn't. He, he was up until last week, anyway. Kind of like nobody really was paying too much attention. Julian Alvarez, yes, he's been pretty, pretty top this year and and hasn't got much credit. He was great for me last season. Doing, yeah, he's 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 doing well this year. I think Foden suddenly has has picked up. He's pulling the socks up. Neto, I'll give Fitz, I'll give Fitz a a tip of the cap there on Neto. He did well picking on him up, and I think he got something at the weekend too. So nine, yeah. Nice pickup, and then Usman Edward. I think he's doing well for Palace again. Nobody's paying attention to him, and suddenly he's up the top. You know, I I took a punt on him every single year for the last two years, and he's he a real, never he's a real works Brian out. Player. He's a real Brian player. Yeah, one 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 twelve one one one. Yeah, that's his usual his usual uh, way of playing this game. Party's picks. So Party's been picking out a few players, and. Here, my my tips from Polly's picks are the Man U defense. I think they could do some damage over the next few weeks. I think 
Odegaard. I think he's like he really is a fantastic player. So I think he's going to come out. Who has him? And uh, I think does De- he's a real deck player. I'm just guessing Deck has him. He's a real Deck because like Deck had him one seated well. He, he like, is on Deck's team, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Deck De- 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 has like a few players that like he clings on to and he doesn't ever let them go. Um, no, he has Alvarez James Ward-Prowse. Well. James Ward-Prowse, like Irla again, let him go. He's turned out to be like a real good player to have. And um, that guy, Shlabla, how do you say that guy's name? No idea. Lavazai? Something yeah. like that, yeah. <laughs> what a goal he scored during the week. Like that was one of those that really broke the net. I saw that video you uh, put up I, today. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna, he's going to, he's he's gonna do well, I think. But at the same time, he's not gonna score points every week, but he's gonna do well. Okay, so there we have it, Paddy's picks. So here, overall, I think our conclusions are: Paul is dangerous. Vlad's is very far from being dangerous, and um, Oshin and Fitz. Maybe they're the overall waiver wallet here based on that trade. Um, yeah, we, you know, I was just looking at the table there. We, we barely mentioned Ben. 16 <laughs> points off of Irla. Ben used to be good at fantasy football. <laughs> he won God. the first league. Like. You'd be glad he had Watkins off me anyway, or off you. Yeah. Without him, yeah. That's that it, like, it, it's really fallen to pieces for him. I think Rashford was his first pick. And... He would probably come good. That's why I think Vlad's is in more trouble than Ben because Ben actually has a few players that will get points, whereas Vlad's just seems to be pressing. He's pressing self-destruct every week. Vlad's needs Pat. It's like it's like without Pat, he 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 no longer like performs. It's it's like it's like you know Dublin in the Leinster Championship. People give out for years that Dublin didn't win the All Ireland because they didn't have like an adversary in, in Leinster. <laughs> Leinster was too easy. Um, that's what Vlad's and, and Pat is. But like Vlad's needs Pat. <laughs> he just can't motivate himself to play well um, without that constant abuse. Yeah. Oh, we miss you, Pat. <laughs> um, okay, cool. Sure. Let's uh, let's wrap it up then for uh, the trade section. Yep. You guessed it. It's time for Polly. The Habchungo Ketong Young and Yed Yedet Hoshamianso. Paul, you're very welcome to the pod. Thank you very much. Lovely to be here. Yes. Like, what else would you be doing on a Friday evening while the rugby's playing? Uh, well, like, I mean, I suppose you boys are a bit ahead of it in life with me, but when, when we timed it on a Friday evening, I, I basically knew both of you would be free because you have children. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm recently yeah. married, so my life has gone to shit as well. So I figured this yeah, is well, as good as well. it's coming. This is the, I'm peaking right now, am not I, for my Friday evening? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's been a big, a big trade has happened in your life. A big trade off. <laughs> uh, speaking of trade. But yeah, yeah I um, won't be visiting the Mart anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, um, myself and Brian were, were chatting about it earlier, and uh, when I organised a Paul, I was like, "Your Paul, what day suits?" And he was like, "Well, guessing you guys will not be doing anything on Friday evening. So how does that work?" <laughs> so uh, I was like, "Yep, yeah, you're bang on." It was a safe bet. It was a safe bet. But here, big news: you recently got married. We like marriage elopement. Which one? Um. Oh Jesus! I don't know which one is the which one is the one that you you publicly say because you're pretending to be really happy about it, but deep down inside you're still kind of contemplating like all of the terrible life choices you've made, and then you're like, was this the worst or was this the best? I don't know anymore. Um, 
No, it was it, it was marriage. It was it was effectively it was an elopement because it was it was away. It was in Lisbon, so left left the country, didn't tell anyone. Uh, got married on the weekend, went back to work on Monday. So there was a, it was a handy one. Also, it actually was an elopement. Myself and Brian were chatting earlier, and we were like, "Was it technically an elopement if it was like if we didn't know about it?" But uh, it actually okay. It, it is a self-defined elopement. And yeah. I tell you what, I, I've been waiting a long time to get Paul on one of these things because he he belongs on like two FM. Like straight away, his first answer, <laughs> boom. Yeah, <laughs> it's, so, it, it's like you're much better than the two Johnnies. I'll tell you that much. Um, um, I have to say as well, I'm sure okay. it'll make most people pretty happy to know that that was uh, what happened because I only heard last week that you actually got married in the first place. And my first thought was, I, I didn't know you were even in a relationship. Married. Yeah, <laughs> I was wondering how far back Don't I should go. Tell my wife that. <laughs> <laughs> Not for any reason other than. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, that I just hadn't heard. Um, but, and now I know that our uh, fantasy football group isn't that low on your friends list that uh, you didn't even tell us you were getting married. But to be honest, yeah. I didn't, yeah, I didn't I even know I was really, I, was, I knew I was getting married, but I knew so little of the detail up until about the day before. <laughs> there was not, there was, I just didn't want to open the, that kind of can of worms where people say, oh, cool. And what are you doing for it? Or where are you doing it? It's like, oh, you don't know. Ask, uh, ask the fiance or ask the bride. So, yeah. <laughs> It was dodging bullets like, at the center from people at work and from patients, etc. So okay, okay, like it's uh, this, this is really interesting. So, so what exactly happened? Like we're going to give you uh, some form of stag, obviously at the next fancy football social. Again, another shout out, please, everybody respond with the <laughs> with the uh, the date in question. That th- we're this was also one at. of this was one of the many reasons that I kept it quiet. As um, okay. Deck would deck if you ask Deck. Deck, I think, was delighted when he heard I was getting married because I think he assumed that he was going to be best man and he'd get to organise the stag. And then I just delightedly told him, "Yeah, no, I'm not not doing one." Uh, and I just saw his face drop because he couldn't do to me what he'd been hoping to get vengeance for from his own one, whatever, five or six years ago. I think. Well, um, I was going to say five or six. Stag, didn't he have more than one? Like, um, <laughs> he's the only man I know to married the same woman like four times or something. Yeah, <laughs> isn't that what Tyson Fury did? Did you guys, know, yeah, yeah. At, home, at home with the Fury? It's it's shit, but like it, it, it was entertaining for a couple of episodes. Oh, fair enough. No. Yeah, he so he basically the, the, the final episode culminates with Tyson Fury proposing to his wife. For the third time, even though they've they've already been married twice. So here, maybe you know, Deck. Uh, I don't know. Who knew the Deck was a gypsy? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the king of the gypsies, and uh, <laughs> like, uh, so tell us what what did you do? And it, it was in Lisbon, wasn't it? which is it was in yeah no yeah. it was it was it was in Lisbon. So it was basically who knew the Deck was a uh, she's from New Zealand, uh, and we're living in yeah. Ireland, and so I think. She didn't particularly want to do it in Ireland, and we'd have to, as with all Irish weddings, invite every man and his dog. Yeah, um, I get you. So it was like, like do it overseas, grand. We'll try and go halfway. Uh, and I was kind of of the opinion that there's absolutely no way Irish people are going to fly further than Europe. Whereas, like Kiwis, it's an odd one. Like they're named after flightless birds, but they will they will fly a long way at a drop of a hat. Uh, <laughs> so we kind of went half halfway which was Portugal, because, you know, you're guaranteed good weather. Uh, and she yeah, in the, heavens, uh, yeah. the heavens open. You're joking. Deadly serious. There was a heat wave in Ireland, and it was pissing it down with rain. 
I remember. Yeah, I think it was around the time we did the first podcast because Deck texted me. It was like, our North Korean leader needs to get a shout out on the next podcast. And I was like, well, okay, we need to interview him if he if he just got married. Yeah. So, uh, oh my God, I can't believe it rained. That's crazy. Ah, uh, yeah. No, well, no, it, it does, rain happens, Harry, though. Like, you know, it's, you know, we'd be fucked if it didn't. But uh, it, was just inconven- <laughs> it was just inconvenient that it happened <laughs> when we yeah. were kind of relying on the sun. But uh, no, yeah. like the, the actual ceremony was able to happen outside and then we just shooed people inside when it started to, to piss down. So it's, yeah, which okay. was grand. Um, oddly Glad enough. It... Sorry, go ahead, Paul. Oh, no, you fire away with the questions. I'm just rambling. No, I was just going to say, uh, Vlad's technically lived in Lisbon for a few a few months there uh, during one of the lockdowns. Anyway, he he was he had some he had he had escapades in in Lisbon that would be worthy of of that book that Harry are these are these young one escapades. Um, <laughs> here, uh, genuinely, this is one that that Vlad will have to tell you himself. <laughs> 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 but all I'd say is that that that. Uh, that that book spare tool. Oh no, sorry, that that was a different one. That was what the one uh, that Pat wrote. Um, spare. It was called spare. Remember the one that Prince Harry wrote? Oh Christ! Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So spare tool good. sounds that's like good. I don't know what you'd refer to as another member of a threesome if he was a male or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Well, here right up Lad's alley as well. But um, okay. Well, wonderful. Here, congratulations, Paul and. I know from everybody in the Swan Draft League, we all wish you the very best. And uh, uh, you're going to have to do some some trades now at some stage. Like you're going to have to the golf certain like that's going to have a few trade offs there. Like you might not want to trade in the actual league, but just got to be trade offs. Oh god, there. you mean like trade? No, no, no. The the trade offs are like they'll get proposed. They're much like a Peter Fitz trade. These trade offs. I mean, they get proposed, but you just reject them, you know, or just don't <laughs> reject them and they get withdrawn. There's like they're time bound or time sensitive is another handy one. So I don't even, I've stopped saying no to Fitz, just like I'll stop saying no to my wife. Uh, and <laughs> they just give up eventually and just accept the reality of how it is. Tell us, Paul, you went to school with Mr. Sherald and. For my sins. Tell us. Tell, tell us, give us an insight into this this man's mind. Like the we don't well, really understand. I, I quite like how you're assuming he has problem. one there, Harry, because I'm not <laughs> sure he does. You know, did, did anybody ever see the Shawshank Redemption? It's one of <laughs> it's one of the best ones ever. You know, I feel. Um, I know, but Brian is thinking, where are you going with this? But um, so, so am I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In the Shawshank Redemption, there's a character that enters about halfway through, and. He's like this, this up and coming, uh, maybe, no, no, up and coming is the wrong word. He's kind of like a, he's got spunk. He's like a new, he's like a new uh, criminal that comes in and he kind of, he's got moxie. And, and he actually, fi- he figures out that Andy Dufresne didn't actually kill his wife. So he's the guy that, um, that the warden brings out and gets shot. Uh, under the spotlight. Do you know that guy? Yeah. 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 So that guy reminds me of Fitz. So Fitz joined the league and like this guy kind of jo- came into prison. The terrifying and, like, joined is that Harry sees himself as the self-proclaimed warden. So he's going yeah. to shoot. <laughs> well, no, he's going to direct that he gets shot. He's not actually going to do it himself. Yeah. But, but you know, when like, they're like, uh, is, is it Red who kind of narrates the whole thing? And he's like, he was, he, he, he was full of himself. He was arrogant. But God, 
We loved them. Tommy Williams came to Shawshank in 1965 on a two-year stretch for B&E. That's breaking and entering to you. Cops caught him sneaking TV sets out the back door of a J.C. Penney. Young punk. Mr. Rock and Roll. Cocky as hell. Hey, come on, old boys. Move it like molasses. Make me look bad. We liked him immediately. That <laughs> kind of a thing. I think Fitz is going to join the league. He's full of spunk. He's a bit cocky about himself when it comes to the old uh, fancy football. But at the same time, a welcome addition. It it is quite endearing to see someone so like, uh, I suppose if you're you're saying full of spunk, someone so someone so jizzed up uh, <laughs> over the over the league because uh, I think there there had been a little bit of what are we like season eleven, season twelve or something like that. Um, yeah. So yeah, it was getting a little bit I don't know flaccid, uh, <laughs> and suddenly there's just this kind of perky uh i don't know i don't for some reason the word erect is coming to my mind <laughs> yes, it's like, these words out of my mind is te- terrible it's friday night it's going to be an interesting friday night yeah. for me tonight. Yeah. but uh it, i think it's definitely it's better that you've got someone who's this hyped up and just trying to inject the energy in i've i've enjoyed it i mean people gave up yeah, yeah no, i think like, like even though he's a rival four even seasons though ago yeah even though he's a rival he's um He's kind of like he's he's uh, he's putting a few noses out of joint. I think it's all uh, it's all welcome. Yeah, I don't so, I don't um, know why. I just really want him to, to. I really want him to be dragged down. Oh, he will. You, you, you <laughs> think he will? I, you I think, think the beauty of Peter Fitz is that he will drag himself down. <laughs> yeah, I think I think guys, is panic. He, he's panicking already. There's no doubt. He had a bit of a lucky week there last week, and uh, he's panicking mid-table. He, Crazy. Crazy, crazy, I think crazy. The table, I think, at the top. And here, speaking of the top, Paul, you're our favourite to win the league. Like, you have Haaland, you have Sterling, you have Walker, you have a couple of other Ryan, doesn't he? Oddly, oddly enough, I assumed that was why you'd chosen to interview me this week was because I was not, not because I'd actually got married, but it makes a lot more sense to have interviewed me because I got married. But anyway, <laughs> on the real reason why we're here to talk, which is me at the top of the league. Um, yeah. Let's let's not forget. What's the secret? There's a couple of what's the secret? Yeah, like absolutely zero planning whatsoever. Um, I think I have about as much to do with me being top of the league as. Oh, I, I yeah no I've no idea I honestly have no idea how it's happened. Well, I suppose the um the waiver this week where you substituted out. An injured Harvey Barnes for an injured Bruno Grimeres is yeah uh, yeah I, I'm, that's how that went through. <laughs> then I take it yeah it did yeah <laughs> it's like I have Bill Brian I think he's Bruno Grimeres is a good player to have and Harvey Barnes is a long term injury Bruno Grimeres is a short term injury I guess I think Paul is 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 definitely letting on that he doesn't have a fucking clue but one thing's for sure when Paul is not paying attention he plummets. Without a doubt. Well, you say and that, Paul, but I didn't actually. This is the Paul, first time I didn't do the draft, Harry. I I let the draft do the autograph, really? and I probably got the best team oh. I've ever had in my life. You actually did, yeah. I would say you probably have the best team. Well, yeah, well, thank you. That's interesting. But all I say is, when Paul pays attention, like picking up Bruno Gamarage is, don't be fooled, Brian. Paul, when he pays attention, is formidable. He's like a sleeping giant. He's like, isn't that what they call China? And here, we all know who China are good mates with. North Korea. Like, I Paul, love how you, you, just, you just basically gone Korea, China, same, same. 
<laughs> well, no, they're 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 like best mates. I, I, I sent you on a photo of that fucking read, but um, what was it called? Nothing to envy. It's really good. Uh, but like North Korea, what's happening there? <laughs> is, is this a, are you asking a, a serious a, question? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, genuine. They're like Paul. What's like? Uh, if you know, they let that American lad go, but like I don't know. They gave all those weapons to the Russians. Yeah, is that a sign that maybe Paul's going to give up Haaland to somebody in our league soon? Um, it, exactly, Brian. You're, you're planting talking. you're planting thoughts now, Brian. In I know North Korea absolute, are opening up. I thought North you were faking sickness, uh, and you weren't actually going to pop on here to to do the interview because you were still pissed off about the the cup final last year where you were meant to give me Haaland after winning that, and then you didn't win it. Oh, that was not last year. That was the season before. That's, that, no, wait a that's second, married that life for you. Christmas. It all just rolls into one. <laughs> I, I remember, that was last I year. That was definitely last kind year. Of, it yeah. was some kind of ridiculous bet. Like Brian was really drunk and said, if I don't win the cup final, I'll give Paul Haaland. No, I think something. it was, if he wins the cup final, he'll be so happy that he doesn't give a fuck anymore and he'll give me Haaland. Oh yeah, but I didn't oh, win. Okay. I didn't win. This is true. You won. This This is also true. And I still remember yes. that uh, you came, what, last in the league, but the last four weeks of the season, you got like 66 points every single week um, to win yeah. the cup. The devil's numbers. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember yeah. that, though. I don't care. But you did, Paul, right. oh, let's not forget, you did target when it came to the league itself. You were on, you had Salah, you were doing really well. Did I have, was that the season I had Salah? It all came crumbling down. Like, it, it was it was a sight to behold the the togs that happened that, that yeah season. I know I, I really don't understand how that was I think I just love I mean Salah was what he was getting he had yeah I, I'm trying to think of things that get a lot of points but you know like kids on the spectrum in the leaving cert or something I don't know but like he was <laughs> New Zealand when they he played Italy. yeah but um no the 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 like I, you you deviated very nicely away from the question there North Korea is opening itself up to the world is Paul going to start opening himself up to some trades? Well, if I was him, I wouldn't. <laughs> solid, solid advice. No, I, I <laughs> no, I just, I quite like ignoring the the advances. It makes me feel wanted, and I feel if I start saying yes, people will stop wanting to do the deal with me. <laughs> okay. Like I, I remember yourself and Deck, we like had some kind of. Uh, I bilateral it was Jesus, the, <laughs> the fucking nonsense of that that was the biggest pain in the <laughs> hole you had to you ever talk to him about that like what were we genuinely I mean we've done some stupid shit in our lives but that was one of the most frustrating things ever because if we forgot to do it you you literally had Ushin waiting in the wings to find both of us culpable or in contempt of court or something like that. And we'd be out in our arse oh, with those fucking flames pouring out behind us as well. It was stressful times. It was that, yeah, I can understand why you haven't traded after that. Yeah. Um, so tell me, we're now coming into midway of the season. What are your predictions for the rest of the year, both on and off the field? Uh, right. We will, we will go with, so... On the field, uh, I don't, yeah, Jesus, I don't know. I mean, I won't win. Uh, who will win? I think Fitz definitely has a shout. Um, okay. As much as it pains me to say it, I think Ushin, he's probably going to come second. I'll probably come third. Uh, ben is fucked. 
uh, I love the guy, but he's I is in he literally that whatever went on with his team that he's in in bits. Uh, and then I think everyone else is pretty. The only odd, the only odd thing happening this season is Harry. You have been very like just underwhelming. Yeah, no, I, I think like it's that's a fair point. I think uh, definitely not in the limelight this year. But you know, I think. Well, uh, I mean, in fairness, Harry, you're in sixth. I'm in eighth, and there's a bigger points difference between sixth and eighth than there is between first and sixth. So, I think. Uh, no, I think, no, I don't. I don't think I have much of a chance. I think it's fair point made by Paul. Yeah, but, and, but Brian, uh, you getting dragged into a dogfight at the bottom of the league is about as reliable as Andy finishing fifth. <laughs> And he is in fifth right now. I'm not saying, <laughs> yeah, I haven't looked at the league in a week. There you go. <laughs> okay, well, you've left someone out there, Paul. Fladzinski, your old Russian friend. I have Ooh, no idea. Is he doing all right? to... picked up a lot of United players, so he's screwed. Yeah, but he's second last and he's 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 plummeting. So do you think do you think it's definitely Ben or do you think Vlad's and, and Ben will? Depends on his lad's loyalty to United. To be fair, I say he's picked up a load of United players. I actually, I was only thinking this the other day. Um, I cannot name any play. I can maybe name three players in the United starting eleven. Okay. If that, well, I was, was kind of, I was half thinking like, how actually, how have they become so shit? They have a lot of injured players, but as well. I think, well, in my own view, is that their best players haven't kicked on this year. So, like Rashford, but Ten Hag, there's something like there's a lot of stuff happening off the field. He's like somebody I saw today. You know your man Anthony, who's who's kind of uh, he's been up for charges of um, domestic abuse. Yeah, it's he, ironic that they're called Man U. There's no women there getting any respect. <laughs> yeah, well, he, he, he's he been welcomed back into training, your man Anthony, right? But at the same time, Sancho is not. So it's kind of a, it's an interest, interesting... Yeah, it's a weird one. Kind of a, it's an interesting window into United at the minute that there's kind of like, it just doesn't seem to be a good place. And I think they're, I, I do think they're going to defend well and steady the ship, but yeah, I don't think they're going to, challenge right like that this year right Paul and, yeah, that means Vlad and, and that's going to impact that's going to impact Vlad's definitely because I know he he generally tends to have a heavier weighting of players for United doesn't he oh definitely definitely yeah, yeah. and he, he really fucked up in many trades this year but tell us Paul then that's on the field off the field what's going to happen Jesus I, I've absolutely you're that's I mean I've I've no plans at all other than to just try and stay alive and not get a divorce this year <laughs> You've been married a month. <laughs> that less that less than <laughs> twenty days. <laughs> Counting the days. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> New Year's resolution: stay alive, don't get divorced. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, no, I so yeah, no zero zero plans. It's one of those where when you have, as I'm sure you guys even know, haven't been through it, or probably when when you had babies on the way, you're like, right, just get to get to the baby being born or something and then you're like shit now what uh, and that is 100% where <laughs> my head is at did you go on a honeymoon after or do you have to have any plans oh no I literally I eloped as in went, flew flew over to Portugal with her got married and then I came back to work on Monday and she okay, was, you haven't you haven't had any honeymoon no 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 she she went on a on a three week holiday around Europe with her family um 
And so she's only back. So actually, I've been married for like three weeks or two weeks and we've not actually seen each other. She's only back and we're meant to be hanging out tonight. And I'm come up to hang out with you. Here, like we actually thought here you, you've, you've made it through one month, but you haven't really. <laughs> still counts. It still counts. <laughs> okay, I, I do have one. Before we finish up, I do have a, a couple of small questions. Pulling teeth. How many teeth do you pull each week? Um, oh, fuck. I don't know. A lot. Uh, ballpark, you know, 10, 15. And which would you prefer to win the Swan Raft League or do like this top, top level root canal that is recognized around the dentistry world? <laughs> which one? There's only one answer to that. The the thing that I've never done, which is win the Swan Draft League. <laughs> yeah, because it always fascinates me because like I hate going to the dentist. I went a few weeks ago and it took like there was days on end when I was like, Fuck, what's going to happen? I want to go. But at the same time, you love pulling teeth like you love it. Oh, it's it. Honestly, God, it's it's a, it's the instant gratification. <laughs> what of their pain or? No, just as, as in you know the way like you guys do a job right where it's like there's probably like a project or like emails get to you send your e- you don't send your email and go right problem solved because I don't know things like drag on for ages because of bureaucracy and the disaster that the world has become. Whereas for me, it's like I'm essentially a glorified carpenter. Someone says make a table, the carpenter makes a table. Someone says to me, pull me tooth out. I pull their tooth out. It's like job done. Pat on the back. Off you go. Never have to see each other again. It's wonderful. Yeah, no, I, I get it. There's a, there's a, it's, it's a, an accomplishment almost getting, sorting someone out. It, like if you were to say, what is the worst thing if I go to the dentist? What is the worst thing that can happen? Like as in, uh, if they say, yeah, we're going to have small to do a. Uh... <laughs> Fucking small talk is the worst thing. Like, oh, oh, I'm trying to think like in the league, is there anyone else who has to deal with the general public on a daily basis? Mm, no, you do me. actually have. You do actually have to do a lot of small talk, like how many patients do you have every day, 10 or 15, and it's the same conversation every time. This, I genuinely have a, the same conversation about seven times a day. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure the nurses who are with me want to stab me in the eye by the end of the day <laughs> because I'll make the same jokes again and again and again. Uh... Like literally, this like like it's uh, and I kind of have to say it's like look, it's theater. We're on stage. It's that's how it is. Um, but like, no dentist or doctor you ever meet gives a shit about what the weather is doing or that. No, it's it's all theater and an act, and it's soul destroying. And we all think that the general population are idiots because the nonsense that comes out of it. I've been asked the same question by the same person in the same appointment at the start of it and then in the middle of it like oh you going on holidays like why do you care like, no well like here i'm all about like it's like when i go to get my haircut i sit down if you're talking to me you're not paying attention <laughs> i want you to pay attention and cut my hair and same way i want you to pull that tooth out and not fuck it up there's so, no more surefire way of guaranteeing i'm not going back to a barber's if they start talking to me That's totally it, understand. Done. 
Like I'm gone. It says you cut. You can cut my hair. Do whatever you want. Don't bother showing me with the mirror because I don't care because I'm not coming back. Is is this is that way? Deck never gets his hair cut. <laughs> <laughs> he'd be the fucker. He'd be talking to them, isn't he? That's the problem. <laughs> I remember he sold them some kind I remember... of um, technical solution for uh, software thing or something. Oh, I remember God. meeting the guy who used to make my coffee every morning. Never used to talk to me at all. I met him out one night in a pub and he was like, oh, it's you. And I was like, oh, fuck, can't go back ever. <laughs> Had to walk like 20 minutes away from the office every day to get coffee from then on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know God. what? If I, was, if I was that guy and I met you in a bar, I'd be like, oh, can I buy you a drink? You have a latte. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're, you're good at the, the little jokes, aren't you? <laughs> I, have all, I have them all written down on a pad here beside me, Ryan. That's, that's, that's the key yeah. to it. Preparation. <laughs> Paul, it has been a pleasure. I think we'll definitely have you back on on the pod again. Um, and here, congratulations from everybody in the Spawn Draft League, and hopefully we'll see you soon. Yeah, no, it's been it's been lovely. Happiest happiest time in my life. Top of the league. <laughs> Enjoy it while it lasts. All right. <laughs> what the wedding? Or... <laughs> no worries, lads. Cheers. Cute Paul. Whoa. What an elopement. Sounds absolutely amazing. Amazing. <laughs> it really was. Like, when you think back on it, like, he really kept it under wraps. Um, and, uh, yeah, here, always welcome back on the, pod, on the pod, Paul. And uh, we salute you. Great. Okay, so, time for our final section of the pod, which is our kind of what's coming up. What's, the, what's happening socially? What's happening in the league? What's happening outside the league? Uh, so, Brian, anything in particular you want to uh, call out? I want to call out the cup immediately, first thing. Okay. First okay. thing. Um, when I saw, because of course I've forgotten, I think a lot of people did that it was actually on last week. Yeah. Um, yeah. I realized now, looking at the picture of the results, that I had not even looked at who'd won the first round because when I saw I had beaten Oshin, Um week one, I just... You beat Osh? Yeah, 39-35. Whoa. Nicely done. Yeah, Nicely we had done. the two. Oh, sorry, we had two of the lowest four scores. Yeah, but uh, uh, Irla and Ben, no surprise, were bottom. But um, I was absolutely delighted with myself. I can see my future being beaten. I think. I think. Yeah, you. You were. You're doing nicely. You're motoring along there nicely. I think you're. You're in a kind of a semi happy place where, if you suddenly get a couple of nice scores, you're kind of out of the dog fight, and it'll become uh, like Irla will try and drag you again. He likes three ways. It'll probably just be him and Ben, and uh, hopefully you can get out of there, right? Yeah, well, that's the that's the hope. The two best scorers always seem to be pitted against each other in the in the cup. But here it's uh, here it's early days. Cup is cup is exciting because it gives you that extra. But if you're having a shit week, you'll still be like, oh, at least I won won the cup match. You know, yeah. it's uh, it's uh, it's a bit of a consolation. But speaking of bonus points. Rugby World Cup is obviously on at the minute. Ireland's big win at the weekend. Brian, you're obviously a season ticket holder with Leinster. We have a number <laughs> of season ticket holders within the group of Leinster as well. What were your thoughts and what were, what are your thoughts going forward for, for this Irish team? I'd have a serious worry about Scotland next week. Um, oh, whoa. Yeah, really? and obviously this could be doubted um, or look awful uh, by the time, you know, seven days from now. But um, yeah. they only need to win by seven. That... Yeah, 
that's true. Like I've I've heard the permutations. It's basically if if they get one more bonus point than us, they're true. Yeah. Yeah. So um, mm, I think we're gonna walk that match. It's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be straightforward. I think Ireland will win by fifteen or twenty by the end of the game. Oh, by the way, I had, I did have a call out last time for Tang <laughs> in the quarterfinal of the um, Westmead Championship, and yes, it didn't go well. We were up by four or five points at half time, actually, and then just completely fell apart in the second half. <laughs> <laughs> ended, ended up ended up like fell apart. Ended up losing by like fifteen twenty points. So that was what? not great. Um, yeah, couldn't believe it. Like obviously, I was on the bench. I couldn't do anything. So. <laughs> couldn't stand the tide. That's why. But um, no, um, yeah, it was. I think the last was ran out of steam. It was back. Seems like a long time ago, but it was back when the weather was. But that. It's only about three or four weeks ago, but feels like feels like a long time ago. Well, sure, since the last podcast, Irla has cycled the length of Ireland. So. Yeah, true. Yeah, kudos, kudos to Irla. Fair play. I'd say he enjoyed a few points at that, and um, yeah, here, like obviously, it's important to look back, not just look forward, but here over the next few weeks, we do have the cup coming up. I think Oshin as well is organising golf next week. So that's going to be next Saturday. I put it up for this weekend, but it doesn't really suit people and it's raining all day tomorrow. So that's gone. So maybe Saturday the 7th, we might have a get together. And uh, hopefully if people come back to my message about whether they want to have a get together in November or December, that would be helpful so that we can then organize it. Um, otherwise, it won't be organized. But yeah, here um, there's, there's going to be lots of stuff happening over the next few weeks, I'm sure. Hopefully a couple of interesting trades make their way through. And uh, I think other than that, Brian, will uh, will love you and leave you. I think so. Um, it's been great. Hopefully people enjoy it again. Absolutely. Pleasure, Brian. Thank you.